0: listening to the Wedding Planner Podcast. Welcome to the Wedding Planner Podcast. It's brought to you by the Certified Wedding Planner Society. We're the world's leading wedding planner certification program and we're the world's largest membership of Certified Wedding Planners. My name is Lori Hartwell and I'm the CEO of the Certified Wedding Planner Society. Today we're going to be discussing referral fees, commissions, and kickbacks. I'm going to give my opinion on the matter, and then I'm going to invite my fabulous vice president, Chrissy Thomas, to weigh in on this topic. See, there's been a conversation taking place in the wedding industry for a while now that revolves around referral fees, commissions, and kickbacks. Those of us in the industry have all heard the phrase pay to play. And we know that there are wedding pros who offer to pay a referral fee when business is sent their way and that there are venues who require those that they put on their list to pay a percentage of their fees or pay pay a flat rate when they book that client. Now, before I get too far into my view on this subject, I think it's important to mention that I have been in the wedding industry for 30 years I planned my first wedding back in 1993 and have since done weddings with budgets in the millions and have worked with celebrities and elite clientele. So I've seen a lot and I have had the privilege of working with some of the very best wedding professionals in the country. And I say all that to assure you, those listeners, that I am not going into this conversation with little to no experience. I want to shine a light on how the majority of the wedding industry looks at referral fees and commissions and kickbacks, especially from the perspective of a wedding planner. But first, I think it's important that we define these terms. So let's start with the term kickback. That means a payment made to someone who has facilitated a transaction, especially illicitly, and can be viewed as bribery, especially if both parties are not made aware of this transaction. Then we've got the term referral fee or commission fee. So the definition here is a reward or an incentive to motivate the facilitator of the transaction to keep providing referrals to the seller in the deal. So to sum up, these fees are used as incentives to get business. Now I'm going to try to make a case to those who are listening to this podcast to refer business based on talent and talent alone. I will explain, don't worry now I would also like to point out that I am talking about wedding planning and I'm not talking about corporate event planning because that is a different beast entirely. And there are some significant differences uh, in most cases that make those referral fees and commission fees 100% acceptable. But let me dive straight in and help you determine why a referral fee is not acceptable 99.999% of the time in the wedding industry. If you're a wedding planner and your couples are paying you a rate, whether that's a flat rate or a percentage of the budget, and the services that your couples are paying for actually include vendor referrals, access to your referred vendors list, and help in selecting and booking those wedding professionals for their wedding, you should not collect a referral fee or a commission fee from your wedding professionals. That would be considered double-dipping getting paid twice from two different sources, the client and the wedding professional for the same service, that means that you aren't being fair to one or both of them. If you don't tell your clients that you're charging them plus charging the wedding pros, then in my opinion, you're not being on the up and up and this can be viewed as a kickback in that situation. Remember the definition described this is if both parties are not made aware of this transaction. Now, Most wedding professionals know that you're getting paid by the client and them, but does your client know that you are getting paid extra cash for that referral from the wedding professional? Probably not. So what is your main motivation then for referring the wedding professional? Is it because that wedding pro pays you a little something, something, right? Or is it because that wedding professional is the very best fit for that couple? Or is it both? The problem is it's really hard to convince someone that it's both or just based on the best fit possible because money talks and people know that money is a big motivator. So it's going to be really hard to really convince someone that you're only referring them because they're awesome, not because they're going to pay you some money on the side. So we need to ask ourselves and, you know, a big question. This is the question that I ask myself. What is my motivation to refer or recommend wedding professionals? I'll tell you. At the top of my list is talent and integrity, ethics, morals, communication skills. I could go on and on, but you'll never see on my list money. Ask yourself how you would feel if you were the client of a wedding planner, and you know that you're paying them to help secure some of or all of your wedding professionals. But then later you find out that that wedding planner also got paid from those wedding professionals that they referred to you, After a lot of polling some couples, here's what we are finding. This is what couplers are are telling us. Number one, they don't think it was fair that they they paid you to recommend wedding professionals and then come to find out that you're getting paid by those wedding professionals to send them business. And the second thing that we found from polling a bunch of couples is, I think this is one of the most important, they would wonder if the planner, they were wondering if the planner referred those uh, wedding professionals solely on their merits and because those wedding professionals were the best fit for their wedding and their budget and their personality style, not because the planner was going to get paid more on the side. So that's my point. Taking referral fees can actually cloud what the intention is behind the recommendation. No matter how well-intentioned, it doesn't matter I would just never want to have my clients question my integrity, my ethics, or my intentions. My clients are paying me and entrusting me with the most important event of their life. And I owe them complete and utter transparency when it comes to my fees and what I'm going to be doing in order to earn it. So if you're going to charge both parties, your client and the wedding pro, you need to make sure that both parties are fully aware of it. Now, I've heard the defense of this to be described as, you know, but commissions and referral fees are common in other industries like real estate, for instance. So it should be fine for us too, right? Well, here's my response to that. Number one, a real estate agent earns a percentage of the sale price of the home. They don't charge clients to show them homes and then also take a percentage of the final sale price of the home from the seller when that estate is sold. The commission fee is their entire payment. That's very different. They make it extremely clear right up front that that's how they get paid. And the most important takeaway from that example that I just gave is that the real estate agent isn't double dipping. Of course, there are also real estate brokers where the broker gets a cut of the earnings that the real estate agent earned. But that is more of a comparison to an owner of a wedding planning company and an associate wedding planner. Uh, There are also referring agents, but that's more of a comparison to like the not who provides a wedding planner, a listing that the wedding planner is paying for in order to get those referrals. So in my opinion, there's a lot to kind of talk about here and to break down. And now I want to bring in my amazing vice president, Chrissy Thomas. She is the owner and award-winning wedding planner of Southern Sparkle Weddings and Events. She's located in Tennessee. Welcome, Chrissy. Can you share your thoughts here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Lori, I know this is such a topic that you and I both are so passionate about. And one thing that she briefly mentioned earlier was discussing wedding venues doing the pay-to-play, where a wedding venue can either charge you the wedding professional either a flat rate or a percentage of your fee to actually be on their preferred vendor list. So let's say a venue has a preferred vendor list that requires some sort of fee. Like I mentioned, this can either be annual or quarterly or anywhere between 10 to 35% of your fees that you would charge as a wedding planner. So my thought process behind this is, as a wedding planner, why should I pay to be on a preferred vendor list? We are sending these venues multiple clients throughout the year. We are essentially what I like to refer to as the repeat customer. So why would I want to pay to be on this list when I'm giving you business? I'm recommending my couple to you, this venue as and also professionals, because you're good at your job, because I think this is going to be a good fit for their personality, their needs, their budget, what their vision is for their wedding day. So when it comes to that pay to play mentality, I honestly, I feel like we should rise above that and be better than that. And just kind of move forward from that, because I feel like it just blurs the line of your integrity, and also your professionalism. And another thing I don't think is, I don't think this benefits the clients in any way possible. And as the planner, that is my main focus, is figuring out how to make this process as wonderful as I possibly can for my clients. And it doesn't benefit them if I have to be paid or get a percentage of my fee to the venue. And one big thing that I don't love about this, especially is because as a business owner, we base our pricing on many factors. It can be, our package pricing can be based on the amount of hours that we work for each package. It can also kind of think about what our expenses are if we are covering the cost for any softwares or programs, just general business expenses that we have. Not only that, but our pricing also reflects the fact that you know we have to have a roof over our head and food on our table. So if I'm also having to determine or give a venue 10 or 35% of that fee, I'm going to have to raise my pricing to cover that cost. And that's just going to in turn impact and affect my customer and their overall budget and what they realistically should be spending on their wedding planner. So it just, it just, I don't like it. It For me, it blurs the line. Um, It also creates that sense of unease and trust and distrust. And I want my clients to trust me. (laughs) You know, I want my clients to know that they can rely on me for my professional advice, my professional opinions, and also rely on my preferred vendor list to select their vendors and for them to know that I'm putting people on my list and the people I'm recommending are on my list because they're good at their job, not because I'm having to, I'm getting a cut or I'm getting a percentage of that fee or that I'm raising my pricing even more because of the venue they're getting married at. It just makes me a little uneasy when I think about it. It kind of makes me feel a little bit kind of sleazy. I don't know what the word to describe it is, but it doesn't make me feel good. Whenever, if a venue makes me or tries to make me be a paid vendor on their preferred vendor list, I just, I don't do it. I don't work at venues that require that because I don't want that line to be blurred with those engaged couples.
0: I like that you said, um, Does this benefit the client? See, everything a wedding planner does is supposed to make sure that it does, in fact, benefit their Mm -hmm. client. My job... Chrissy, is to make sure that I get the lowest possible rates for my clients, right? That's my whole job. That's my mission in life is to make sure I save my clients as much money as possible, keep them as, as far below budget as I possibly can. And I can't do that if I'm going to have to raise their rates, my own rates, in order to cover having to pay everybody else for a referral. That doesn't make any sense. And so I love that you really brought that home is how does this benefit the couple it doesn't. And you know, and you've got to be transparent with these things too. And, and I feel like it really does come down to that. I also like that you mentioned the repeat customer situation because we are in fact the repeat customer. You know, a couple, hopefully, let's cross our fingers, get married one time, right? And then once they're married and they've used all of those services, they go and they live happily ever after. But we are the ones who constantly are going back to to those same wedding professionals time and time again. So we are the repeat customer. And what happens is when a wedding professional asks me, hey, you know, can I send you a referral fee? If you, I'll send you X amount of dollars for every single couple that you send me, I always say no. No, thank you. I appreciate the offer. That was really sweet of you. I don't want any money because I don't want to cloud the reason why I would be referring you in the first place. If I referred you is because you're amazing. It's not because I'm going to get a, a little referral fee on the side. I want to make sure that I don't cloud that. But you know what would really make me happy? How about you pass that amount of money that you would have paid to me? Can you pass that discount along to my couples? And that's what I've been doing for 30 years. I'm asking for that. To be passed along to my couples. Now I'm saving my couples even more money than I originally set out to do. And that's a really important message. And I love making sure that I'm saving my clients money, but I can only ask them to do that because I am the repeat customer. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's a really important, and I don't want you know, wedding planners to feel sleazy, like you were saying, you know, like it feels icky and just wrong. I don't want to feel like I'm cheating someone. Does that
1: make sense, Chrissy? And that's exactly how I feel. It's like, I don't want my couples to feel like I'm cheating them. And, and that's, I, I love that you word it like that. I couldn't just think of the word, but I'm like, I don't feel good. I, I know that much. I don't like this feeling, but, and I, I just to piggyback up. what you mentioned about being transparent you know, you know me, I love a preferred vendor list. That is a policy I have with my company. That's something that we teach within the Certified Wedding Planner Society. Is it is very important as a certified wedding planner to have that preferred vendor list. But I let my potential clients know from the very beginning, during that consultation, that yes, I have this preferred vendor list. Yes, you are required to pick vendors off my preferred vendor list, but just know that these vendors are not paid to be on my list. I let them know that from the very beginning because. Couples are finding out about this pay to play there. It's the word is out there and couples don't feel good about it. So I, I let my potential clients know that I don't run my business that way. So that way they feel good from the beginning, knowing that, yes, I have this list. They are required to use my vendors off this list, but they know these vendors are phenomenal, not because these vendors are paying me to put them on my list. So that
0: tells me then that trust really means a lot to you, right? That's And it means a lot to me. I want to make sure that my couples trust me. See, you and I as wedding planners, we're put in a position where we are asking our couples to trust our advice. We're asking them to trust our guidance through the wedding planning process because we want to ultimately make sure that they have the most important and most beautiful day of their life. But trust, it all has to be built on trust because without that, they're not going to heed our advice. They're not going to listen uh, to some warnings that we might have for them. And a lot of those warnings come from us recommending wedding professionals, Right. We need as wedding planners to recommend wedding professionals. And we, as certified wedding planners, we don't work with just anybody. We work with only the most talented, most amazing, most kind hearted human beings. We work with people who understand the importance of stay, sticking to a timeline and making sure that things are running on time on a, on a wedding day. Because if things start running behind, then my couples might end up having to pay overtime fees. So I'm again, I'm trying to save my clients as much money as possible. So this is all kind of of building around trust. And without trust, there is no way that I'm going to be able to plan a couple's wedding to to the greatest extent that I could. Because if they're questioning me all the time because they found out that I'm getting paid from someone else for a job that they've already paid me to do... Now they're not going to trust me on any of my other suggestions. They're not going to trust me on anything else that I'm trying to guide them through. They're going to be questioning everything that I do from that moment on. And that would break my heart to be quite honest with you.
1: Yep. exactly. Same. And, and, it kind of works this other way as well. So if if a client comes to me and says you were on the venues preferred vendor list or such and such photography company recommended you, I let them know. Oh my gosh, thank you! I'm so glad they recommended you to me. That means so much to me. Just so you are aware, they don't pay. I don't pay to be on their list. They just recommend me because they love working with me. So I feel honored that they sent you my way. I just wanted to be super crystal clear. That they are coming to me because I'm good at my job, not because the venue I have to pay to be on that venue's preferred and list or my that photographer who recommending me is getting a cut from my bookings as well. I just want to make it super clear and super transparent.
0: And it becomes all a wash. If we're all paying each other for sending each other business all the time, doesn't it all kind of wash out too? Like, okay, so why am I paying you and you're paying me? We're all paying each other all the time. Can we just stop this? How about this? How about you do an amazing job and treat my clients really well and give them the best possible price? And uh, yeah, you'll be on my preferred vendors list and I'll refer you all the time. And how about I do an amazing job, make your job easier and uh, you refer me business all the time like can can it just go back to basics and have that professionalism revolve around what we do and not how much we're going to pay and you know what it also comes down you know i think of it when um, when i think about the certified wedding planner society i am partners with a bunch of different companies and all of those companies offer to pay me A an affiliate fee or referral fee. And I say no to all of them. And I say no, because I don't want it to be confused. Mm -hmm. I don't want them, any of my members to think, oh, I I wonder if Lori is partnering with that company over there because she wants to get money. Is it really a good company? Is it really going to do my business good? I don't want my members to question that. So I don't take any fees from anybody because I'm trying to be, I'm trying to walk the walk and talk the talk. If I'm teaching wedding planners not to take referral fees or kickbacks or commission fees simply for referrals, I'm certainly not going to do it, even as the president and uh, CEO of the CWP Society. One of our uh, amazing ambassadors, her name is Amanda Barrero, and she is the owner of For the Love Events Florida. She was mentioning, you know, she does thank yous, thank you gifts to her wedding professionals, but not after every wedding. She does, it, it comes naturally, right? It's like, gosh, you know, that particular photographer just does so many wonderful things for myself, for my clients. They go above and beyond. They take extra pictures of me while I'm working so that I can use it for my own social media. You know what? I saw that purse and I thought of them. And so I sent her that purse. Like, that's just a sweet, that's a thank you gift. I know we were talking to Courtney Justice, uh, owner of Just Us Weddings and Events. She was saying the same thing. she There's thank you gifts, but, and then there's these weird commissions. Like, I don't give someone a gift because you send me business. I give you a gift. Courtney gives gifts. Amanda gives gifts because. We are so grateful for the amount of work that you do for our couple. So a thank you gift is different than a commission, wouldn't you say, Chrissy?
1: Absolutely. And it's really about the relationships that we develop with our wedding pros as wedding planners. Like you said, we're the repeat customers. So we see them weekend and in and out. Every single weekend we see them and we establish such a great relationship with them that gifting and saying thank you just kind of becomes natural and it's very genuine. So that's kind of how that relationship is formed. So that's totally different than us getting 20% of their bookings. That's just being like, you're awesome. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you for taking care of my clients. I love you. <laughs> you know, which is, it's totally different because
0: it comes from the heart and it's more of a genuine uh, act of love rather than a transaction. Doesn't yeah, that make sense? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's my thought on the whole thing uh, as well. Do you have any final thoughts on, on any of this? Something
1: I was thinking about, and, and sometimes we do have engaged couples who listen to our podcast. So if you are an engaged couple and we are right at the peak of engagement season where you're going to start meeting with venues and vendors and wedding planners to hopefully hire for your wedding it's okay to ask them. Okay. So, are you recommending these people because you're paid? I I it's okay to have that be one of the questions you ask during that interview process. I think you're going to be able to find vendors who you can trust, who you can truly depend on by just simply asking them adding that list that question to your list of other questions. So, it's okay to do that. Yeah, because it's called transparency. Right?
0: right? I I want my couples to know that I am going to be completely transparent with them. If you as a wedding professional are intimidated by a couple who says, are you also taking money for that referral that I'm paying you to give me? Are you going to be taking money from that wedding professional that you're re- recommending to me? If a, if a planner has an offense to that, that means that that's that's your body telling you that you're probably doing the wrong thing. You know, if you're if you're nervous about that. So we should never do anything in our business that we were ashamed of. We should always live in a an estate where I am knowing that I'm doing the right thing all the time, not just when someone's looking, not just from what I, I show people, that one side of me that I show people. I'm talking about every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, do you do the right thing? And you feel it in your heart when you are doing the right thing and you know what feels icky and you know, what feels good. And we want to make sure that we're always doing right by our couple's. Always, always, always. They need to be our top priority. Now, very, you know, even though my couples are my very top priority, Chrissy, the second right below that are my wedding pros and my wedding venues. I want for them to be well taken care of as well, which is why I go above and beyond to always do a really great job for them, for their clients. Cause we share clients. These are shared clients. I want to make sure that I make their job so much easier. I want to make sure that I make sure that they enjoy the day. And I want to make sure that I'm giving their clients the most incredible experience of their lives. That we all need to be looking out for one another in that same way. And I think that if we keep that focus, we're all going to be okay. I think everything is going to be fine and not make it about the almighty dollar. let's get rid of referral fees and commission fees, unless you're in the corporate event planning world where that's just how you get paid. Uh, That's a completely different beast. Like I said earlier, but I think we just need to keep everything authentic and genuine and let's make sure that we're only recommending people on their merits alone, on their talent, on their integrity, on their class, on their morals. Let's make sure that the wedding professionals that we're recommending are the whole package And I think that when we, when we focus on that, all good things are going to come back to us. I really believe that with all of my heart. So. Thank you all for listening to the Wedding Planner Podcast. If you're not yet a member of the Certified Wedding Planner Society, we would love to welcome you into our amazing family. We are all so supportive of one another. I love having, a you know, we've got 7,000 like-minded, beautiful wedding planners, and we have wedding venues that are our members as well, and we love just raising each other up and never tearing each other down. So if you would like to be a part of this amazing organization, simply go to our website, cwpsociety.com and you can learn more on how to join. Uh, But in the meantime, I hope all of you have a really great day and take really good care of yourselves.